Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. I'm the host with the most, a.k.a. Tony Melbourne. I'm joined here with Ash and Charles. Charles looks dazed and confused. I don't know what's going on with him. Dazed and confused <laughs> for most of my life. And just like every episode, there's Charles's phone. Mayuri is always trying to hit you up. Yeah, every episode, I feel like she's saying something. <laughs> but how's everybody been? How's y'all weekend? How's life? Charles follow on my rainbow for real. Oh. What did I do this week besides the escapades with that fucking computer? Did we had we did those taco thing this week, didn't we? Yeah. Yes. Great. We did that <laughs> for International Women's Day. International Taco Day. <laughs> Ash looks so upset every time I say that. <laughs> what? You not like International Women's Day? Because this nigga asked me while we was ordering or something. He was like, "Yeah," because it's International Women's Day. Yeah, I was like. No, that's not like, what happened. You know why it's such a great day? And she was like, why? I was like, because it's International Women's Day. You got really hype about that. And it's, and and it's Taco Cypo, Tuesday. That's what it was. And I was like, I'm about to get tacos. <laughs> <laughs> what else did I do? Uh, I got a massage on Friday. Oh, that's lit. Saturday. I need to get one of those. I worked and then went to sleep and then worked some more. And now it is Sunday. But my week wasn't like crazy, crazy. Did you go to the gym, Charles? On Saturday? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I just never saw you there. I just went for twice as long at one shot. And I figured once I looked outside, it's just like, even if I call Tony, it's snowing. When did you go? I went at like seven-ish. Oh. I had gone already. I went at... Oh, you just doubled up early. I went at noon. Oh. Well, yeah, you went. One o'clock. I went at like one o'clock. Yeah. Because I was... And I didn't leave till like 3.30. So I was like, hmm. I've never seen Charles. He definitely said he was going to come here and then go see David. I I was... Well, I was trying to get in touch with David. And then it ended up he was across town at his... uh, It was a... He was across town at his... uh, In-law's house. Uh-huh. So it was just like that. I went to go see him today before I came here. And then I ordered the Marcos pizza, the wrong Marcos. That means I actually had to go back my way mm. and then come this way. <laughs> That's part of the reason why I was like, I was off. Because it's That's like, very disappointing. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing. It wasn't like the furthest shit. different. Like the worst Marcos I've ever ordered from was I ordered from the one in like Maple. <laughs> it's just nah, like. I'd be salty when I do that because. You don't even realize until you get to the place. Yeah. And then you be like, yeah, I ordered this. And they'd be like. No, we don't. About, we don't got one of those. And you're like, yeah. You'd be like, yeah. And you pull out your phone. And they'd be like, that's not this one. And you'd be like, motherfucker. My goddamn bitch ass. Well, just make it here. <laughs> and what I really be wanting to tell them. Yeah, I did that at a ramen Chipotle place. Chipotle got it. Just make the fucking butt. Yeah. God damn it. I did it at the ramen place. And like the lady, the. Cause like maybe they own it or something. She's like, no, I have to call and cancel other place. So I was like, you do that, but just make it right here. Cause yeah. I'm not going over yeah, there. Nah, y'all gotta make it. Fuck is you talking about? It's just like, you better call down on that noodle cat because I'm only coming to Ninja City. I do that all the time <laughs> with the Chipotle on uh, Cedar by the dollar store and the one in Legacy Village. Mm-hmm. Cause I go to the Legacy Village one occasionally, but it's like way out the way. And then I've gone to the Cedar one, and then now I have to go to the Legacy Village one. They're in the they're in opposite directions, and if I'm coming from home, now I have to do 
double the driving. Yeah. To go no. back past the past the way that would take me home to go to this new fucking Chipotle. I'm like, I oh, why about did the I Chipotle that? Legacy Village. It's like in the core of it, which is very poorly placed because it's just like, yeah, you got to go into the middle of Le- Legacy Village to get Chipotle, just like uh, Starbucks. It's mm. just like, why are y'all doing this? It's also a very small storefront for a Chipotle. So it's just like, you can park though. Yeah, you can park. And usually during the like midday, it's not too busy. It's usually only too really busy only, on the weekend. Only housewives are there on the midday of the freaking Wednesday or something like that. Oh, I got a story and some questions for y'all. What? Because you brought up housewives. <laughs> All right. So um, me and my homie was talking and we was talking about him talking to this girl or whatever. And he was asking her to come through. And she is basically saying that she can't come over right now because she got to pick up her brother's wife and take her um, to somebody else's house. But also has to then come back and take that woman back back home home because the person that she's going to see also doesn't drive. Both of these people are housewives. Mm. Doesn't sound like you have to do anything. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like it sounds like Why you're you got a license though like because what do you think about that they level might of have, like even if she does or license, somebody they might, no they, they have don't car. have a license or know how to drive so I have two questions one so both women are in the exact same situation housewives that don't have cars and don't know how to drive first question how the fuck did y'all meet she can't pick you up no 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 how did the person without a car and no license meet the other person that ain't got no car and no license? Where the fuck did y'all meet at? The job became friends and probably. the husband's not friends. And probably just got friends in common in some type of way. All I want to know is how y'all randomly cross paths because neither one of you <laughs> bitches is mobile. Y'all both should be stuck in the house. Close, obviously, y'all don't have a close enough to the point where she could have just walked here. Exactly. So my thing is like, how did y'all cross paths? Two. Do y'all think that's normal to what? just ha- your house? If like, if you were to have a housewife or house husband, because that's becoming more of a trend now for Ash. Do you think you want them to be that dependent on you or your family that they don't know how to drive and like can't get to places? This oh, nigga, didn't this last week, this nigga was like, a new thing. No, this the man last week was like, yeah, it's all right if they in a cage. I don't want you doing shit else. You remember this nigga said that last week? Now he got problems with bitches being immobile. No, no. You weird. I didn't say <laughs> in order to fulfill your, nece- your necessary obligations for the household, you got to be able to drive. Who go pick the kids up? This nigga was like, yeah, no, I totally understand what these niggas want. Because I was like, oh, aren't they just uh, objects? And he was like, Pretty much. <laughs> not in his head, like, yeah. Yeah, but that's different. That's they still different. would know how to drive. I think like, that was an argument from like two weeks ago. Yeah, because I didn't remember. I was like, wait, what happened? Because last week we alpha, talked about Kaya. That was not, the alpha male thing that I Yeah, because last week we talked about Kaya. I was like, oh, no, I didn't say nothing about no whh, bitches and cages with Kaya. That, oh, that's a, that sounds anyway. wild. That's a Kevin, <laughs> a conversation. That's a Kevin Samuels conversation. Yeah. It's just like, well, whoever has the higher, better position has that earning power. They be out here. They allowed to cheat. It's just like Kevin. Well, and, but I still agree with that. But that um, I, not, I think I'll, about that with men and women. It's, it's not exclusively to just men. 
if a woman is the breadwinner earner and she moving and shaking in her business and her lifestyle take her all over the place and you little nigga got to stay at home and watch the kids, then she might get her rocks off somewhere. That's what you signed up for, my nigga, because you like having your life financed. <sighs> Unless you're going to become an actual, like, partner and be a builder and, like, you a mover and shaker inside of this same entity. Like, she doing something and you ride along with her, making it, like, easier, elevating it, things like that. Then I can see, no, there ain't no cheating in that because you ride along with. But if you just at the house. But, nah, this no. situation... <laughs> I still need you to be able to go pick up the kids, my nigga. Like, so I got to go get the kids. Come get you. What? Why are you? No, no, no. This is a lot. You are a hassle. This is no longer a benefit. For me, I I, I champion benefits. Like, if you say that at the house, there's like, that's a benefit. What are you talking about? He come home every day. Old girl sitting there. She posed on a couch. Right. No pants on. Who picked up the kids? Who says there are kids? No, they have kids. Well, you, you gotta you, wait. You're emerging <laughs> They get off the bus. They get sent home on the bus. Oh, all right. And then she tells them to go home and go into the back, go do their, go do their homework. I have to sit here pose with no pants on for your father. So that means he doesn't. Nah. He doesn't cast me out into the street. Well, technically, inside of this situation, he works a lot and also don't like her. Don't like the wife. Yeah. That's why she ain't got no fucking car. <laughs> he ain't never like this. I bitch. mean, she didn't have the capacity to drive for him. I have other confused thoughts in that that me and my homie talked about. Like, why are they still married? They don't like well, they got bitch. kids. I was like, that's why you. And then, then that just proved to me that people love to marry failing decisions because they feel invested. It's just like failure isn't acceptable. If you failed in this, say, hey, I don't like you as a person. Well, we have a kid together or two. I'm, I'm going like to you. leave this situation because I don't like you and I'm not willing to build with you. So that means that this is a stagnant situation that I'm only financing children. I mean, I essentially that away from you probably have better interactions with them because I'm not always upset because I'm around you mm. and maybe meet somebody I actually like. Like, <laughs> I could check all the boxes or I could stay in this situation and sneak around and never really build nothing with anybody that I actually like because yeah, I always got to sneak, sneak and cheat because uh, I'm not willing to leave my wife in this situation that I don't like niggas is weird but yeah you're not you're unwilling to deal with the repercussions of leaving your wife because it's like it's niggas made. is unwilling to fail it's just like look what's wrong well I liked her originally or maybe I didn't really even like her maybe I didn't even know her really it is just like, but you have two kids. You have more than one kid. The first one is just like, oops. The second one is just like, well, what am I doing this time? Like, what am I doing? No, nah, realistically, the first one is oops. And the second one is, well, I decided I wasn't going to leave. We was going to try and stay because of the kid. And niggas not going to not be fucking. Well, That's I mean, not going to be a thing. So could, niggas like, are still fucking. It. No, no. Two things are going to continue. Niggas going to be fucking and they're going to be fucking raw. They're not going back to a condom when they went to no condom. That is not happening. So <laughs> kids are more than likely going to continue to happen because they are living inside this failure. And that's what happens when you fail and you just continue to fall on it. You just keep failing because, hey, we, what you're doing is living inside failure. Check out the book, 
Financial Warrior, if you want more information on a failure. Plug? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yay. I wasn't going to, but then I decided to. Ooh, also, like and girl. subscribe. We're really early into the episode, so make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. I usually forget and say it at the end, but if you make it to the end of our episodes, you probably already like and everything like that. So, so just subscribe. I mean, they probably subscribe, too, if they made it to the subscribe end of the show. Subscribe haven't. But if you're at the beginning, you might just be here for a taste. So yeah, like, subscribe, all of that good shit. But yeah, no, I just didn't couldn't imagine having someone that would be solely dependent on me like that. Like you know, like a child. Or I'd have to like inconvenience somebody else. We're like, hey, you got to go get my wife. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go. You gotta her take up. her back. And you gotta take so her. So I home. gotta. That's some next level. She about to be shredded. That's what I'm saying. That is a lot. I will agree with you. Like picking somebody up and dropping somebody off, like. That's some that's some kid shit. That's like a teenager type of deal. Yeah. Like that's in this day and age, you don't have to be like that. I love a good homemaker, believe me. I really do. I support the lifestyle. But oh, I none of the homemakers that I like follow in life don't have a car. <laughs> that's my thing. I'm that's like, a lot. What is this? And then my homie was saying, No, out here, that's really what it'd be like. He's like either Where? Here? Yeah. In oh, Ohio? Yeah. All right. He said the ho- he said Even the housewife situation in Ohio. Most of the girls that I dated could drive. Now, did they have their own car? No, but they at the very least had a license. All that I'm is not what it be. Is, Maybe it's where it would it be where he is. What he's saying is no. He's saying that specifically, if women are housewives, the situation usually is either a the dude got money but isn't giving the woman. Well, the woman is not asking for any because she is too timid to ask. And he just leaving her at the house and not really like elevating her or B, dude only makes enough money to kind of facilitate this and nothing else. And so she's still stuck at the house, not. But that still doesn't prevent you from having a license. All I know is he said (laughs) this was normal for them to just kind of be like super reliant on the nigga. And I was like, that's weird. This doesn't seem productive. The. The dichotomy I'm u- more so used to is the per- breadwinner drives the newer car, the older person drives whatever beater is around. It's just like you have something that d- the only purpose is for you getting around town, getting scooping up the kids, going to get groceries, crap like that. I've like, seen it the opposite where the nigga that's making all the money don't really care. And then the bitch that's whatever is driving the nicer car. I've seen that happen a lot. But is it weird of me to say I'll be damned if it, you're like if I'm the one making all the money and you're driving a better car than I am? But see, that's like, what he that's what I'm saying. The other dude really didn't care about usually in that situation. They not like car people. You know well, what I mean? I'm not really they a okay car with the Hyundai. <laughs> it's just like, but if I'm driving a Hyundai and you sitting up there like I want a Lexus, well, that's too bad. You no, got a Toyota. That. Where they got the, that is a Lexus. the bitch walking around in the no Mercedes, way. and the nigga was like, "Yeah, I'll just take the Camry to work." I mean, uh, no problem. Okay. Camry's a very nice car. <laughs> but it's also like if there are better ways that we could spend this money than spending your mo- like spending money on the Lexus. I could see my wife having like a Benz, me having like either the new Z that's about to come out 400 Z or like uh, a little a little Benz myself. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the same category, but she- no, I'd probably do like a little, 
Honestly, I like Beamers. I would probably do a little Beamer and a, and a, a little Benz Beamer combination. But I'm going to drive something that's a little smug. <laughs> but it's not going to be me with the smug and you with the Benz and then no other for me. What are we doing here? Why did we buy this? How is this valuable to us elevating? Now, when we can buy two, his and hers, do it for real? Because that's no, when we're really doing it. going to do that. Now, if I can buy it three times, I'm going to buy this two and call it good. <laughs> <laughs> the goal, the rule is you have to be able to buy it three. I'm going to use two of my available available buys. <laughs> and, and call that. I won't take one of those available buys, split that into two $20,000 chunks, buy two like very nice cars while not like top, top flight. Nah. And then we're going to have like. See, since women are generally not car people. There's like some things you can research and like what is like the most cost efficient. Like there's a really cheap like Mercedes. So as long as she don't know and she's just looking at the little Mercedes, get her the, the cheapy one. <laughs> she in a Mercedes, she gonna be she happy. Fuck, she gonna be studying, yeah. walking around. Yeah, she still gonna be a cool. tax for putting that little thing on there. Man, and I used like, to hear about- Also the service charges, like- you have to understand you plan on spending what 10 to 20 percent of the car and the car's lifespan on service probably i'm okay with that so it's just like even if it's a cheapy mercedes what's a cheapy mercedes like twenty five thousand, twenty to 40 some of that so that's considered to be like a cheapy mercedes so say you so therefore you're probably spending on spending about three three to six thousand dollars every five years or so in maintenance not including tires and things of that nature that's fine eh. It's not a lot of money. Whereas I could spend like, I could spend like two. Yeah. It's not a lot of money, I guess. It's not like a lot of money, but it's just like, it's a lot more cost offensive things we could spend this on, babe. He better hope he want to date him with a pussy. I swear. Yeah, he really do. He's, he want to date the most frugal bitch. But that's the thing. The most frugal. Like, I know a lot of other people. I know a lot of. Well, maybe All right, it's well, because of the family that I was raised. We got to be. We're not yeah. going to be explicit about where we where we headed. But in the place that we headed, you're not going to find a lot of this fiscally uh, frugal. No, no, they're responsible <laughs> and they know how to get to the bag. They just not as frugal as you. <clears throat> like I, I refer to myself as physically responsible because mm, that's like, no, no, no. If you're making a certain amount of money, sure, it is at all times a better economic decision to do this. But does making this economic decision to get these two Mercedes affect things like it would have at this other point? No. So I can do this and still have the exact same outcome that I want. But you're like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that because this is better. <laughs> I am not going to go. I respect that, but that's frugal. <laughs> that's beyond said, being economically sound. Because we can both make economical sound decisions. You could just make one that's a lot more frugal than me. Oh. And you just assume that she's just going to be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Breadwinner babe, here. babe, we got to do this. But do oh. you want a housewife? <laughs> yeah, it don't oh, sound like you wanted a housewife. I've never actually thought of. I've never wanted a house like a damn wife in a day of my life. 
So you said, so you don't even want this situation. So it's like, I'm anti this situation. I'm not Charles doing all this talking and he only, he's like, <laughs> realistically. Like, this bitch got to get in live for real. No, it's, I'm it's not that. It it's just like. <laughs> she don't even want one. Yeah, you know, realistically, it's just like, she got to be. As of this point, and that's the other thing that's wild about it. It's just like, as of this point, we, at one point, we have two earners. So like, honestly, even if I don't take your money for like bills or anything like that, if you choose to just spend all your money on your car, your phone, you're probably not paying your own insurance because that's not typically how that flies. Like we have household insurance regardless of what happens. So, and you're just spending on that and like the nitpicky stuff that you want to spend your stuff on and then probably the kids or whatever because women tend to buy more things for the kids than men do at nauseum. So. I'd um, love to be a housewife. But so, the way everything's set up in my brain is that I just be moving a lot. <laughs> so you don't want a housewife though? No, I prefer not to have a housewife. I don't. So, what do you want her to do? Like, have you ever like pictured that out? Oh, that out of your head? Probably she's just gonna have a job. Uh, Haven't oh, you? I think we've had this conversation enough. What kind of job? Well, the job that uh, a job that's actually fulfilling and some type of fulfilling. What kind of schedule is what I'm more interested in? Oh, uh, probably like a standard nine to five. Okay. Because I don't think he was really like, I want kids. I mean, I'm not against having kids. Honestly, for the most part, I put the the thought of having kids more so on the wife than it is on me because it's not my body that's going to be ravaged and destroyed. My nigga. Do you want kids or not? Nah? Yeah, you don't mind. I mean. <laughs> you do have a say. If I would this, like, bitch. It, more than likely, I'm sorry I would be for wife. having kids. You're a lovely lady. But I also put. Major- I like, hate niggas like him. <laughs> what? I'm gonna cut you off. Niggas that be afraid to say they want kids. Yeah, my homie, the dude, the same dude I was talking to. <clears throat> we was talking about how he don't know if old girl want kids. Oh, that's a question. I'm and ask. I was like, well, he's pretty sure it's no. Let me not say he don't know if she want kids. He's Ninety nine percent sure without having to ask, and I can't give you details on here without like revealing too much More personal information. Is, yeah, but he like, knows. Yeah, yeah. When as soon as I you say hit the initial, like, he gonna be like, like da, 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 da. Me, yeah. it's like twenty five percent of the decision on whether or not we're like together. Is it probably go? Is it gonna determine some things whether or not we stay together? Probably, but is it gonna be the make or break thing? Probably not. It's probably gonna be some other. It just be so funny, y'all be like, "Well, I don't. Know, I just want to kind of build with the woman first, nigga." No, like, why don't y'all just acknowledge that y'all she do want children? Like, I will, and I would like I to have a child. Scary to admit, I am also not against actually adopting. It doesn't necessarily have to be my child because there's too many people who are out here willing to be parents. But it's just like, I feel like there are already too many kids inside the world, so I'm. I'm also He's completely tentative. totally willing to start an orphanage. Start an orphanage. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm willing to have a kid, and it, it'll be my kid, and uh, I consider the one that I adopt to be my kid. I don't want everybody else's kids, though. No, no, no. Just start like an orphanage, but only start transitioning the kids that are in the system now. Like this isn't an orphanage that is available to new kids or new kids that enter the system, but the kids that are. And this isn't from this data of us starting back. We're going to start inundating them here and creating this is going to be their home. 
Uh, that sounds like foster home, basically. Uh, that's a lot. That's also a <laughs> I can't lot say of what kids. was in my head. That shit was mean as fuck. <laughs> that's a lot of kids. Yeah. You just only want like one or two, Tony. Oh. All right, well, never mind. I just, I you just, talk. I mean, you seem like you was worried about all the kids in the on the world, and so I was like, well, I'm not I got worried an idea about all for the you. kids in the world, but I can, oh. if I well, can never help, mind. Like, fuck them, man. Fuck them. I don't care about them. This, this isn't for I me. I can help. This isn't for me. If this I can help one or two kids, I, I that is what I'm going to do. I don't. I'm care. not in a position. I'm not to adopting. I want to have a baby. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so let me be, uh, let me be honest. honestly. I just baby like part of my nigga sound like he really worried about like the, the children, children and how <laughs> this algorithm is actually the thing that terrifies me the most. There's just like they're little creatures, they can't take care of themselves, and they pretty much like all pretty much there's more actions that I could probably take to kill them than I can to like keep them alive. Yeah. It's and just then, like, so now they you... literally have soft spots on the top of their heads. They're designed to die. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all think about that shit way too much. I don't know what the tentative is because you're like, what am I going to do with a baby? Uh, I'm just saying, if you like worried about kids, we could build this orphanage and really like get people in place to like be parental figures and everything like that and bring mentors in and like turn it into a good like situation and like I mean, really it's not graduate like we kids don't. out into society. No, we don't have anything like that. I know we don't have anything, but it's not like we between me and yourself. But it's not like we don't have the assets to do that. Oh well, yeah, that's why I said if you're interested, if that's what you wanted to do, you just seem really worried oh, about no, the kids. I, but if you but don't, I care, can't run that personally because that's not that is not Charles, where my mind if, is. If you don't care, I don't. But if we can I'm randomly, compl- I recognize oh, that's, that's what poor Tony, people live. That's that's and when one I say of Tony's that's where good poor ideas. people live in social work poor people that's where y'all operate because there ain't no money there i'm not trying to do nothing inside of social work but i have great ideas and i have social work connections that i'll like we can pull this off if y'all want to like we do can something try and say to children but um that's not where and i'm also going to just give you the idea and then i'm going to be need you got to leave me alone because like, <laughs> gave you the idea. I'm not invested in this. <laughs> I mean, the more the, honestly, the more like the way I would actually go is I would probably do that. And I would probably have like a life skills type of thing where I would teach all the children trades. Yeah, we could do that. I'm telling you, we it can get this started. Like, like if you want to do that. And I also know people that are going to get their masters and things like that for uh, like social work in different like areas of social work. Like shit, the um, person that does uh, media for me. Oh, that's what they're going to get their master on. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's why. Like, I should Save be going to do a uh, a workshop sometime this summer, and that's what it's centered around. Um, Riley, you'll have all mental health. Things. Yeah, no, I'm definitely like if that's something that you're interested in doing. I have resources. It's just not something that I want to do or care about. It's something I would be completely and totally willing to like get spinning and then hand it off to somebody else and say, here, this is your drive. Mm. Say these kids. <laughs> Ash is like, if these niggas don't focus on the thing that we need to be focused on. No, I'm, I'm thinking about children and orphanages and like me and my friend Matt was talking about, could we uh, foster kids? And I'm like, no, nah, you give me a baby and I fall in love with it. I'm going to be highly annoyed that you took that motherfucker away. Oh, you don't half the time. You don't get the baby. You the child, it don't matter what it is. If I'm taking care of you and I really like start to have an affection for you, we develop a bond because that do happen. And then you just yoink it back again. I smoke with cigarettes. 
Yeah, that Big Daddy shit. No, not at all. Like, I recognize no. how the kid and fucking Adam Sandler had developed a bond with each other. And it was and like, it was yoink. better than the actual. It, I don't yeah, know this other man. And you're going to just take here. him? No, no, no. What? We're not doing that. I don't and I thought about do. working in orphanages. Like, I can't. Drew Barrymore, give me my kid back. Even me, like, doing, because uh, I thought about doing volunteer work at animal shelters. I'm like, yo, if I fall in love with one of these fucking dogs, <laughs> this going to be fucking over with. I will adopt all the fucking dogs. Don't tempt me. As <laughs> soon as I get rich enough, I'm buying some land out here and I'm just going to start buying dogs. It's just like, what do you talk about? This is the happy dog part. Yeah, you, spend more on these do- you spend more on these dogs than most people spend on people inside the social. It's just now encouraging me like how much I love animals. And in my head, I'd love to have a whole bunch of them. Then the reality of it, I'm like, never mind. But I really love the, animals. The thought <laughs> be- of having animals is very nice for me. Yes. The actual act of taking care of animals, I am not always, I'm not very interested in. The lobsters was chilling in the tank. They had their little claws all clean. I'm like, I'm sorry. Because they was all like bunched up. I went to go get lunch. It was all bunched up in the corner to where the hand come down <laughs> to reach and grab them. So they all just in the corner. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I cannot defend myself. Yeah, they have rubber band my like, pincers. Oh my fucking God. I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. <laughs> and that they smart enough to know like, we not going over there. <laughs> we stand there huddled up and I'm just like tapping like, But they like, always hey. put the food over there. Oh my this God. This is always a trap. Yeah, no, I Fred, gotta. Don't do it. I'm hungry. I'm realizing my affinity for animals. Like, <laughs> I'm realizing, like, I like these motherfuckers way more than I let on. Yeah, animals are amazing. Yeah, oh, I've been trying to. They like, exist. It just. Yeah, I'd be wanting so much and just put them in a the house somewhere. I'm like, can I have a zoo? Because <laughs> I really be falling in love with them. I'm like, All right, MJ, calm down. I'm dead ass. I'm like, yo, I need a whole ass zoo. I want, a I want some llamas. Yo, I'm not joking. When I say there's a whole, I look I really want to do that t-shirt idea with Tony as a llama. Yo, we, there's a giraffe uh, hotel in and Nigeria. Be like a bear. I don't know what you would be, Ashley. Hmm? What do you think Ashley should be? A rabbit? Like, what's her? Well, like you want to be a rabbit? You gonna be one of those weird B stars rabbits? Anywho, <laughs> um, I'm gonna move on to um, the motherfucking my first what? topic uh, of the of the show, which I think um, you're silly. No, would you ever let your daughter um be a Girl Scout? Uh. I don't know. I never thought about this one. If you do, she may get harassed by adults who think that she's a part of a conspiracy to fund um, abortions abortions, or is a part of American capitalism and greed. Oh, yeah. So uh, adults have been um, going around and harassing Girl Scouts as young as five years old. Shouting in their faces about how they're funding abortion um, <laughs> clinics. Not the Samoas. how they are also um, <coughs> a part of capitalistic greed. So you just and I was just like, directions. what the fuck is happening that we're choosing children to be like, the target. you. Yeah. I'm about to get this off on you. Because that's the only thing that they could yell at and it doesn't fight back. And make them think they're stupid. Why are you walking around making kids cry? <laughs> uh, I feel like I would rock bottom somebody for saying that. I don't know like, why. I wonder how I would feel if this was her daughter that had this happened to. I could not. Uh, I just couldn't watch some 
a grown ass person yell at somebody who's sitting up there. I'm just trying to spell some thin bits. I'm telling you, this is like a big issue all around. We're not really thinking about how this really affects our children. The things in the current world or now, we're not really thinking about how things are affecting children now. We just so hell bent on getting our message out that we're not thinking about long term effects this might have now. Like I said, I could say this for Girl Scout cookies. I could say that for, I don't know, like something I don't agree with is. There's really no nice way to put that, but like telling your kid like they can change their gender at five. I don't really see like this is just it might be on two different spectrums, but this is leading to the point where we're not thinking about the long term effects this is having on children and just yelling at them for having some fucking cookies out is Tad bit strange, though. Yeah. Like, they also children. are mad at them because of the prices. Which is... You're getting it from every direction. Bruh, how are you mad at... These kids don't control nothing to do with prices. Capitalistic greed. I'm paying $5 for these thin mints when they were $3 two years ago. You fucking bitch. What is wrong with you? Yeah, we're not thinking about children anymore. What we have placed now is this is my voice and I need to fucking say I it. I will slide that girl a 20, get five boxes and roundhouse kick this motherfucker in the face. It'd be a wonderful day. Like children. Now we have all seen like, yo, are we just big ass babies walking around this like bitch? Because on only children have that mentality of just being like, what I say goes and I'm going to fucking say <laughs> it. <laughs> they're also telling the Girl Scouts that they're going to get diabetes from the cookies. They don't. Most Girl Scouts don't eat their own cookies. You I'm don't get letting, high on your own supply. You I'm just noobs. letting you guys know <laughs> what these parents or not parents, what these adults are doing to these children. Like, yo, get diabetes from all these cookies, sir. I just wanted to know if you I want to. I just line people. my times tables, nigga. What is you Do you want a about? thin mint or no? Nah, Can bruh? we get this? <laughs> thin mint is going know, right now. It's a solid of gas on a motherfucking liquid, bitch. What the fuck? It's just like my. I've had family members who have been Girl Scouts like for ages. So it's just like they all turned out all right. But then again, we weren't depraved. People weren't depraved enough to actually yell at them about you're killing people. No, you overeating these is killing you. Yeah, I'm just like, where is <laughs> just like where are we at right now in society that we're just so amped up and so like everything is just a political issue. Like I said, like, what is this polarization? I listen, I know why it's happening, but also you motherfuckers ain't thinking clearly. I feel like somebody was like short a dollar and they just started yelling at them about capitalistic greed. I just, even <laughs> if I did believe this was true, like you never know which companies is funding which. Like I can understand, like maybe some shadowy shit or some information came out. I'm not no, going they to know kids. They're funding Planned Parenthood, not even like a shady organization. They're like, the Girl Scout Cookies is linked to, is funding Planned Parenthood. One, there's no link between them. <clears throat> If they were a kid, ain't the direction the kid to go in. Isn't the That's my that point. Yeah. Why are you not partnership? Fun- you not at. <clears throat> this is the whole ass backward things with like motherfuckers asking the police to stop whooping your ass, but you march. This is the same fucking thing, different day. You in a kid's face who ain't got shit to do with shit. <laughs> you didn't I mean, go to Girl Scout headquarters and be like, we demand to see anything. 
or burn it down. I don't fucking know, but Please you're going to burn a, down the Girl Scout place. <laughs> but if you feel for real passionate about making real change and things like that, I'm not saying that's off the table, but wouldn't that make more sense to go directly the, to, the, to source the source than to the little? Oh, because the people who are doing the yelling don't have enough power to actually get directly to the source. Exactly, They're not willing so. to try and get to the source or get oh, that power. Yeah, they, they just also don't yell. care enough to the point where it's just like, this is in my immediate. You're in my immediate pathway, so I'm going to yell at you. But no, I really, I don't care enough about this to actually try and champion it and make sure Girl Scouts aren't funding Planned Parenthood. Because this is like these poor girl girls are getting it from like every direction. It's like, I was, it sounded like, oh, it's just the right. No, it's the left too. And the center. It's really just everybody. Nobody you like y'all Fake right ass now. social justice warriors. You niggas is emotional security guards. I don't fucking know. But y'all are terrible at y'all job. Oh, I'm not going to yell at I'm not going to yell at kids. Like, it's just dumb. Like, you don't know your opponent. You don't know who the real fuck. Like, I'm an SJW. Stop try calling hard yourself fucking social justice but warrior. We, You're not even a good, effective warrior. <laughs> I can't even say it's the, just the social justice warriors because it's also the niggas that are talking about Planned Parenthood and those are the more conservative side. They probably don't want to call themselves social justice warriors, but we know this. It's just a different outfit. We know you. You just came. I mean, they're all quintessential. It's like Card came with the glasses. Nigga, they I know are, you. They all are arguing for social justice on their own spectrum. Exactly. So what's the difference for real? You they're biggest all is weird. Snowflakes. You biggest want to put on glasses and try to convince me that you're not Superman. Okay, nigga. <laughs> Those are special glasses. Uh, well, yeah, I guess clearly. That does lead into our second topic. Um. The New World Order. Is that what's, what's what next? do we have? Is, oh, wait. Oh. Juicy? No, we're, we're, NW, no, we're going NWO? To new... The wrestling outfit? <laughs> mm. uh. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Just kind of more of the American greed, capitalism, and potentially um, China overtaking the United States. The United States is the global leader in, in, in the economy. With, I mean, all right. So, from oh, in case you guys don't know, we watched a video um, called "Principles of Dealing with the Changing World Order" by Ray Diallo. Yeah, something, something like that. He's a billionaire um, investor. He's a billionaire uh, macroeconomist. Yeah. So he is very good at wa- looking at wider trends. And predicting the growth and fall of like overall economic systems because macro is all about like the overall economy, and whereas micro is more about the individualistic type things. I thought I had a book by him. That's what I'm looking up because I so, bought a whole bunch of investing books. I'm like, that nigga name sound familiar. My thoughts on this is one, he is presenting a very impartial, very fact driven. Very, like, there's not really too much you can say to rebut his argument. I mean, unless you just don't want to use the metrics that he's talking about using in order to measure the overall success or growth of the economy. And probably most Americans don't want to use the things that he's saying because it pretty much tells us that, like, yo, we're teetering towards a point. So it means we either got to slow down spending or increase the amount of money that we're making. One of the two. And... Probably people don't necessarily like that because we're, that means we're not the best in the entire world of stuff. Because we still have that like pompous overall belief. This it seems completely and totally preposterous to me. But 
Like we haven't been the best at anything for a very long time. I guess. Do you agree with his? Uh, I guess his premise. I guess that's a. Yes. Okay. What about you, Ash? I've been told y'all this shit was about to get fucking crazy. Not, and what made me think about it was, like I said, the first beginning of when Jobs was just yoinked, but it's just this overall feeling of stuff just keep happening one after the other. And back in the day, maybe when I was younger, and I don't know if it was because I was younger and I didn't feel this, it just don't feel like things are going to get better. This is the first time where I feel like, Things are changing, and I don't think it's going to get any better. Not before I even see all this, I was like, some don't feel right. The, for that drastic thing to happen, something that I'd never seen before in my lifetime, was just an eye-opener for real. And well, you can see it happening everywhere. I would say, based upon the video, it says it's, it's going to get better. This is a part of a larger trend that happens eventually with almost every single world leader is that they rise and then they fall. And then someone else takes that front step and then another bottom cycle of 400 years, they rise and then they fall. Yeah, but I don't want to see my country fall. This Maybe. is a, still a change that no matter what side you're on, if you for the downfall of the U.S. or you not, this is still a big, significant change. And you still gonna have to deal with the consequences of this change. Well, I mean, England came out the other end, OK? Uh, Dutch, I mean, England, both England and and the Dutch pretty much had to break their imperialistic like hold on the rest of the world, which is you could argue whether or not that'd be good or bad. I'd argue that we're good because those people, you know, enslaved people and shot people and conquered places. But listen, I'm sure it's going to be a an outcome that is OK. Sure. <laughs> but usually I am the optimistic person. But there is a shift that's going to happen globally for real that I'm not. I'm not 100% sure on how to deal with, which is why I think that makes me so uneasy. But it's coming and we can see it every day. Well, and it really is time to think. That's my thing. It's really time to think differently because they did something totally different. I've never seen that. And I hope to never see that shit again. What? Just a whole economy is being shut down globally. Well, I guess I agree with this 100%, but I'm also not surprised. Like 2020, show me anything that I hadn't been speaking about. Mm -hmm. I've been talking about the fall of the American empire since probably 2018. I, <clears throat> excuse me. If you just look at every other empire and go back to the Greeks, Romans, and you can, people hate when I sum it up to them becoming so full of themselves that it toppled. But realistically, that's all that this video reinforces we become so ingrained in our the thing that we do that we forget about the rest yeah. of the world and the fact that, hey, what are they doing? We're just living inside of our own bubble. We've created our own atmosphere and our own world, and that's where we've decided to just exist now. And everybody comes here to play, and we think that that's the only place that exists and operates, and that's not true. Or that somebody not gunning for your spot. There is always someone that either want to do what you do on their own level or is willing to take it from you. Well, I mean, the, like inside the video, it speaks of the Dutch. What basically happened to the Dutch was the English took their spot. The English had cheaper workers. So what they did is they hired Dutch engineers to build their ships and they built them cheaper and faster because they had more workers. And they pretty much just overtook the Dutch. And it's quintessentially like, 
unless someone unless people continue to innovate and create and do new things and actually forward education and run your economy intelligently, uh, even if you have a bloodless coup or something like that, it's pretty much an eventuality. And also, like, it also points out the fact that uh, this is actually remediable if you are self-aware enough to so and self-critical enough to sit there and be like, hey, this is where we're at. In order to remedy this situation, we got to bring ourselves in line with our spend in line with our income i would say that's cool but i'm gonna be more realistic and don't i'm gonna say i don't see the united states correcting as we are yeah because it seemed like so it's like so what do we do with that is the thing what do we do moving forward knowing that the united states isn't going to remedy this if we see this happening what are some things that we should be focused on Commodities overall, as opposed to the amount of dollars that are inside of your bank account. I like what Warren was saying. How do you make yourself super valuable? That's something that really came to mind in this year. I think last year I was realizing like, yeah, this is cool, but I'd really like to expand on what I know and really get into other ventures because it's just time. I can feel like it's time for me to expand on learning a new skill or figuring out different ways to provide income for my family because this, whatever this old paradigm was, whatever we trained in, is not going to pull us to wherever this new paradigm is going. Well, and I don't know about my parents. I used to remember, do y'all remember that Agenda 21 shit where they was trying to, like the gist of it was, it's like this conspiracy to get you in like these, uh, having people live in like maybe like half of this basement. So two people and like a family living in like one section over here and one section over there. And universal income, I think was a part of, I think that's part of that conspiracy. And I used to think that that shit was like, oh, look at these evil elites. But now I realize like they trying to alleviate a problem that is going to come and rapidly and I used to, like I said, I used to think it was just so like, oh, you guys are bad and you want people under control. I'm like, no, they seeing a fucking problem that's coming and they really are trying to remedy it. I don't agree with how the solution is uh, going to come out, because like I said, I think you just create people are dependent, which could be in, in itself a nefarious plan, I guess. But now that I see the bigger picture of it, I'm like, oh, they're trying to remedy something like even with a uh, food <clears throat> with um, it being genetically modified. People are trying to solve it by making genetically modified foods because we're going to have a food shortage. Our soil is about to fucking go kaput if we don't figure out something else to do. Well, it's a matter my entire thing with. Well, first things first, we actually need to grow the things that we eat. Like we export like soybeans and different types of corn that's not even edible and shit like that. It's pretty much what we did to Hawaii. We went in there. They used to grow everything they needed. They needed to eat on their island primarily vegetable-based diet, and they came in there like, you know what we're about to do? You got all this land. We going to build stuff on it. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to make you work in these places, and then we're going to have you import food. But we're already self-sufficient. No, no, no. This is the way. But that's how, if you look at it, that's what America does as their, I mean, that's what any empire does is go in, change the infrastructure, and now you've turned this satellite uh, area that's under your empire control into a resource. Now you have to spend your currency and continue the flow of economic dollars in America because now you have to buy 
<clears throat> food you have to import, and that's pretty much what this was about. It's just well, the problem with America is we import most of the things that we consume now. We need to really stop doing that, and we need to change back to the point where we're, we're not going yeah, to. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Because I honestly feel like the leaders that lead us now really just don't fuck with America at its core. Like, for real. It's like they almost do shit to make us our decline faster sometimes. Well, Which, I don't think it's that they don't fuck with America at its core. I just think that well, was, a lot of people are too into themselves. Mm-hmm. And or too into like the idea of what is will always be like I have we done it so this arguments is the way we with people and give proof and show newer information and it's still refuted like nah but we think that this is the right way and it's just like so you're just gonna lean more into the things that you used to do. Even though now they're gonna net you a negative result, like regardless of you having new information. Yeah, I don't trust. That. I don't feel. Like, I don't believe that. Like failure is okay, but repeatedly, purposely failing is not okay. But they don't even look at it like that. They look at it like this is always worthwhile. It's not working. Yeah, and <clears throat> like this is insane to me because like. Mm-hmm. If I was in Congress, I would be trying to be like, yo, we need to change the way farming subsidies work. We need to stop growing soybeans. We don't even really fuck with soybeans. But no, they're too political. It's like they were saying, like, everything is a very much of we're on our side, you're on your side, and it's no That's communication. It. Now it's it's broken down to a point where we can't speak to each other if we have different ideas. We can't engage in civil discourse. Well, the discourse has become very not civil because it's for the most part you have your like as it was said you have your conservatives and you have your more your conservatives that are trying to more so service keep like retain the wealth that they have and build on it and then you have those who are trying to reallocate the wealth throughout the entire throughout the entire country and those are two fundamentally but i guess Inside of this, it seemed like both of those were wrong. Yeah. There's like, y'all both wrong and y'all refuse to see how wrong you are. Yeah. And that was my thing. And not it's thinking like, of something like outside of the spectrum or how can I we get out of this? I honestly don't think that this is going to change, Charles. The, the American empire is going to fall. I mean, yeah, in some type of way, just like the, like, we're going to fall just like the British did. But. Maybe mm, not necessarily inside a violent explosion, but. It's but just I like, need you to understand that means a drastic change in life British the British Empire was the hub of the world for a while yeah no no we are the hub of the world yeah then we're, now we're not gonna be but that's gonna be different okay I don't it's just like I'm fine with us not being the center I know, of the I world. think it's fine but I think that you have to like be prepared for what that's going to look like. Like, what does that? That means our, what our resources are taken away. Well, how do you have to now? We can't operate and engage in business. What know, are the more primary things you should be focusing on? Loans are going to become less prevalent because we can't afford to just randomly print money. We need to actually spend less money than we like. The deficit deficit can't continue to like endlessly grow. We actually have to bring more money in than we than we actually put out. Uh, we actually have to manage ourselves like a normal government as opposed to the, the government that's too big to fail. 
We can't afford to just randomly bail out banks. Like just pretty much all the practices and all of the things that we do have been doing. We can't afford to do anymore. I guess this is not a we question that he really asking. What would you personally do since yeah. we don't see a change in them? I've lost a thousand percent faith in what they would do. That's oh. none of my concern anymore. I thought I said, uh, like in- increase like purchasing purchases in commodities because because commodities are the things that are going to balloon. Mm-hmm. So and those are the things that are going to fluctuate for times. That means you can sell them quite high. Eventually, our do- our money will stabilize, and you will still be able to trade on it. But it won't be the primary currency that is traded on. Uh, one increase your individual skill sets because that is something that no no one can ever take away from you. Is I'm a programmer. I will always probably be able to make some amount of money programming and doing something because somebody's going to need something like that done. So you need to. And you cannot have built whatever you're doing on any type of like you can't be dependent upon people's pleasure money. Like you have to be able to perform some amount of core functionality and stuff like that. And like things that are just simple pleasures and stuff like that. Like people are going to be spending a bunch of money on shoes and like uh, people are going to be spending as much money on cars and things of that nature because they're not going to have the amount of ends to do that. So you have to have a skill set that adds to that serves a large purpose or or some type of purpose for someone. And at that point, you can uh, and you will be able to play like you'll be able to live or you can move. You could move to China. I don't know if I'd move to China. I think that that'd be the interesting thing. Yeah, but that's like bubble chasing. Yeah, I wouldn't move. I'm not 100 percent convinced that investing in China is. A hundred percent a good idea, but it's also not a bad idea. I'm not opposed to this, but I'm really also can. not convinced that China is where I should be like throwing all my putting those eggs in those baskets. For me, if I did develop my skills, it'd be towards being more location independent. Having things that are less tie me down to a particular place would seem more beneficial for my personal situation. What I've been seeing and what I've been craving all this time, it was becoming more and more prevalent is to build something for myself to where I'm not, if I have a location, it's many locations, not just here, but across the world. And I'm not pigeonholed to one place and I could really diversify. Uh, There is somebody on YouTube that I like to watch from time to time because he only deal with people that make at least six figures, but he do say some pretty cool shit is the nomad capitalist where he was like, no, the U S is going to start. They're going to start coming for people like me and you who are in a certain type of wealth bracket. And I would suggest that you start to leave now and start to look into other places that, or like his biggest thing is to have dual citizenship, which is something I always keep in the back of my mind because like I said, I just felt it coming. So. Well, I mean, you have to be the earliest to fly because as it said, as it said, the pretty much the, what happens is as people start to fly, they freeze money and stop, stop, allow you to right that's out. what he that's what he said in the video too I wonder like, if I could get dual citizenship with like Japan mm, more difficult easier yeah because they England want you or Canada that's why I marry someone in Japan oh uh, that doesn't get you citizenship typically not I don't think in Japan it's not super easy but yeah the one girl I follow she she black and she says like getting citizenship in Japan is really hard because they want you to be squeaky fucking clean. 
to the point where like she went somewhere on New Year's Day. She went to like this ramen shop or whatever. And they started like adding extra charges to her meal, changing prices and shit. Like there was a full on scam and it was really nothing that she could do about it. But she didn't want to like take it to the police or like really refute it because she was like, I'm trying to keep myself squeaky clean so I can get this citizenship. Well, I'm okay with that. I can be squeaky clean. Yeah. I mean, I've been squeaky clean here. I ain't got no record. I don't know about Japan, but, you know, obviously if that's like, where you want to go. Probably do oh, England, I just look Canada. like Canada is just like some American shit. I don't shit. want no place where I can just, I'm looking for the best outcome, like low taxes, easy to do business. Like, I don't really care about glitz and glam at this point. Well, see, that's, well, it's not really about glitz and glam. Canada just seems too close to America that... Yeah, if nah. this starts to fall, they sound like they in lockstep, right? They going that to that is probably going to have a lot of issues as well. So I was like, North America probably not where I want to get my dual citizenship as a continent. So maybe the other side of the country, like, I would say Taiwan, but that's not a good idea. Yeah, then I was like, uh, not then. Then I was there like, really is, aren't that many places? I was that, like, China, you probably can't really get it. Getting a British one is uh, hit or miss. And I was like, realistically, Japan is Asian, so China is probably not going to do too, too much crazy to them. Unless they decide to just go. Unless well, I live there, I can't really say. Because like I said, uh, Japan I mean, would make sense. The first thing that because... your one does when, uh, when we are financially weak, the most forward thing that we have to- towards Japan is that they were probably trying like retake care of the Pacific Rim. So that means... Uh, one of the things they might try and do is either push America, push the American military out of Japan. So that means we are out of striking distance. Of yeah, China. So yeah, honestly, I, guess, I probably wouldn't want to be there either because that might be the forefront of a war. Yeah, I guess my thing is if that had ever came up on the table for us, like of course that would make for sense for you to go to Japan because like you, lo- I don't know if you love their culture, but just off the anime thing, and I don't know what ideas that you have of Japan. I guess like. Is it okay to safe to assume to stay away from that kind of thinking? Because what if at the end of the day, that's cool for like a vacation spot and maybe to live there temporarily, but not for like a long term stay for your assets and everything like that. But think about that with every country. I don't know where to go in the world to protect myself the most, but I am studying about it for when I start making those moves. See, and yeah, <clears throat> I would say that I don't know the place that's best. A lot of that. Black and African countries, I would like, but they're also they the most fundamental infrastructure. And yeah, in flux without real structure, and so right. that doesn't. So I'm not going to, to those maybe. places. Yeah, so it's just like. But I will, like I said, India is actually a pretty good prospect. Malaysia, like somewhere southeast for me, where it seemed like everything is a pretty low cost of living. I don't know how it is tax wise or anything like that, like, but I might do Dubai. Maybe in the middle of South America. I don't know, but I want many places to choose. I'm not going to South. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere to South America because the funny thing about like if you're if low taxes is one of the things that you pretty much want to go to, it's either you're going to a like not necessarily a first third world country, but probably like someone that's up, someone that's on that second ring, because pretty much anywhere that's like as structured and built as America is. They, everyone, everywhere else, there's like us have like has like a much higher tax rate. Well, I don't know where I'm going, but uh, it's like, been on I'm my radar probably for a minute. Would just pick London because one, I can probably just transfer a lot of my skills over there. I'm already English speaking. I don't speak their type of English, but that's something that's easily transferable to learn. Uh, 
I know my skills can transfer. I know all like everything that I can do over here, I can already do over there. It's a major metropolitan area. There's a public yeah. infrastructure. There's a lot of the things that I'm just looking for that I have here that's already there. And there's also like there are black people that are there, some pieces of culture that I can like already go. London might not be too bad. They got a hip hop scene. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I can assimilate it too. So it was like and I also know that they have already gone through this, just a group of people who have already gone through this process inside of recent history. So they have an understanding of what's going to be happening. And I can probably look at their arc and compare our arc and figure out like when it probably be the best to go back over there because we're talking about post-World War II for them. So it's not that long. It's like, our grandparents were alive when basically the fall of England as the global world power was the thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not the farthest thing. It's just, I think it's interesting that it's happening during our lifetime. It probably won't finish during our lifetime. Probably our kids. I don't know. Yeah. I don't it know. Either, how sharp of a turn that we do, but we're like, as it was said inside of the video, we haven't actually turned the point where it's like the sharpest decline. Well, I think that if I'm going to be, a I think that if honest, this came out, it probably already started. Because if this, if how many people have seen it? Five million people in I don't know how many fucking days. If you know anything about how they release information, by the time we get it, yeah, it's already happening. It's already happening. So I was going to say, he probably ends this book and ended this video on the positive note. Because that's going to sell. Right. As a marketer and someone that knows how to sell something, if I ended this on doom and gloom, why the fuck are you going to buy my book? What my book is supposed to do is make you feel good, teach you how yeah, to... it's supposed to entertain like, you at the end of the day. Like how we can stop this and push this back. And if I can get a lot of us on this, then we will all be pushing this back. But yeah. realistically, <laughs> we're past that point. But I can't say that to y'all. That's not going to sell. are past that point. <clears throat> Our, our income to outcome ratio hasn't actually changed. Ingoing to outgoing ratio hasn't isn't like irreparable because it's not like we've doubled up or anything like that. At that point, I would be like, yeah, it's crashing. Do Warren Buffett definitely just told you that he said, "Hey, last time we were taking two point six trillion. Now we're taking two point three. It's de just declining. It yeah, it is declining, but we can decline our spending along with it." That's the other thing. And oh, also, we're not going to. You keep saying it's... <laughs> uh, well, no. I, that's the thing. It's just like, mm. we're not going to? All right. Cool. But that's the... When I'm talking about the stark decline, it is a rep... It is a... It, there is literally nothing that can be done. What I'm saying is... Not nothing... Like, no one's going to do anything. No one's going to do anything. And so, nothing is going to be done. So I feel like that's short, that decline is going to come much quicker because we're just continuously feeding into this system instead of looking to slow it down. We're just further perpetuating and pushing it forward. So it's only going to expedite as it falls downward. Like quintessentially the things that we need not to do is one, not to actually pull out of most wars to actually stop spending on the military. But people don't like it, like to say things like that because we need to act and defend our overall interests, but our interests are shrinking because we are not, we are importing it. We're not like producing. So it means we're not shipping things. We're shipping things to us. 
So like most people who have things sent to them, you you have the sender send it and they defend it. But it's just like like the Dutch Indian Trading Company, they had a military because they needed to defend their trade routes. You know what happens when they stop needing to defend their trade routes? They stop having as large of a military. So we really don't need as large of a military as everyone is leading on. Like, well, they gonna still keep beefing up. Oh, that we military. do need it now. Why? So would you? I think what you're missing inside of this is if they don't have what they have now, they won't be the empire. And it gets them the same result as its decline. What they have to do is make more money. Yeah, but we are not actually set up as a industrial. We are set up as a consumer, not as a producer. I agree with you. But that, but what you're suggesting isn't going to allow America to continue because if they pull out all of their military, that also means that the economic like influx of capital from all those places is gone. I mean, I could argue if we're spending more on that military than we're taking in, the economic influx of capital is already not really there to begin with because what we do is we send people over there, they spend money there, and our money doesn't come back toward back to us. They spend money on base. We usually get cheap labor because we're paying at like the wages where they're working at. Um, we're paying moving their- everybody back is not cheap. Oh, and I know then that. Removing your, but then you're also cutting off all of those economic supplies. Us, the military base isn't the economic supply. Us having a foothold in your country and being able to influence you is the economic. Oh, I, I so understand that. Removing the military share will save us a little bit of money, but it'll cut off our foot being on your neck and basically saying, hey, you're going to do this because we can mobilize instantly. But the problem is we can't afford to mobilize instantly anymore. No, so- we can and because we're just going to keep printing money, which is going well, to be why it falls. That's the thing. It's just like, as it's always said, a war is typically the tipping point that causes us to destroy ourselves. So at that point, at this point, if it's inevitable that we can fall, that means we really can't afford to have a war. We just can't. So being able to afford po- one and one being brought to your door, are two different things. Right. I don't know if people- Ukraine could have afforded to have a war. But Russia damn sure decided, hey, I don't know, Russia war. could have afforded to have a war. But I, Russia damn sure decided. But Ukraine is not us. And Ukraine is inside of a, it was just like, we are we are not Ukraine. Our situation is, we are trying to, if, like, we are trying to say, like, hey, we can force you to do something. But what we really we, can't. But what if we get another entity like um, Bush Jr., who gets told no by Congress about going to war, but then mobilizes the Marines because that is technically up under his power and his jurisdiction and sends them over into a foreign place and then has them initiate a campaign and then look at Congress like, well, you're just going to let Americans die. Well, no, we're fucking not. So now we're in war. Because that's what happened. Oh, that, yeah, cho- that was a choice that if y'all like, did we collectively know as a country decided to make. How after 9-11 Bush got that shit off, it's 
Yeah. They told him no. I can mobilize said, forces for 90 days. All right, bet. I'm going to send these niggas over real quick, though. Y'all just going to let them die with no reinforcements? Well, no, we're not just going to let them. Americans who are following orders and being lawful citizens die. Because if we do, then the rest of the fucking military is probably going to not really give a fuck what we have to say. Because we just watch some of the people that they consider brothers in arms die. So, no, you can get tricked back right into a war. And America is really good at wanting to go to war. And right now we... Potentially have someone who doesn't want to go to war in office, but most niggas don't like him. And since most niggas don't like him, I foresee a Republican next term. Since I foresee a Republican next term, them niggas seem pretty pro-war. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you can't afford to go to war. You keep saying that, and I don't believe that's true. Oh no! That no, that is we. It we can afford to go to war, Charles. No, Why we, do you, you? No, no, afford. Can we, we can. actually? Yes. Finance this yes. war in a way that doesn't lead to our financial collapse. It seemed like Charles, people would declare war on us. Is right the other way that's around. That's not realistic. No one's looking at the financial collapse. They're looking. Can we print more money to hand out to people? That's not a creating more money doesn't mean you can afford it. It's just Charles, like, the video told you that's what they're going to do because it's, it's like they told the video me. and Warren Buffett both said the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. The easiest thing for the countries to do is to print more money. So since it's the easiest thing, it's going to be the th- Charles Warren Buffett said that's the most likely thing. And then the other dude said, "I've looked back over I mean, hundreds yes, of years. That's what governments and this do. This is what they do. So we know. So you keep talking about they can't afford it, like." They're operating on a logical spectrum when we know that that's well, not no, what's going to happen. Operating on a logical spectrum because what they're trying to do is forward their all their in particular event. Agenda. Then why did any other empire fall, Charles? Explain because to every, me. Because everyone's tr- so they just everyone didn't know? has an well, no, everyone has an agenda. Like they're trying to forward their own particular gains, gains, and they're trying to actually. So they're not going to stop spending, and they're going to go to war. Yeah, and they're going to go to war, and they're going to fuck everything up, and that's how and that's how we get a French Revolution. No, no, we're going to go to war, Charles. I believe somebody it would be the other way around. Somebody declaring war on you because it sounds like he's saying like the U.S. is sitting there thinking like, oh, we can't do this. But if it's other people gunning for your spot, they'll just bring the war for you. <laughs> There's no law that I'm, says you just can't do that. <laughs> you could just start I'm it. I'm pretty sure once China feels like they've had enough, they're going to start removing American uh, things from their area or demanding that they be removed. Yeah, I mean, that's the ultimate war. And that war might that nobody, start a conflict. That's the ultimate war that nobody really wants because even if, well, if we win that war, then we can, then we can go into Japan, declare terms and actually at, then reappropriate wealth and move it back towards the heartland like any empire kind of works. Because the primary issue with empires is not the fact that empires exist is the primary problem with empires is they at nauseum they go about and they try and they try and create a universal answer for questions that have have like a multi-pronged multi-placeted approach like farming subsidies everyone grows soy and coin corn that's not going to function everyone probably needs to be growing the things that work for their particular climate climate i think genghis khan and alexander the great had the right idea but they just died. Genghis Khan, most correct. What I'm not sure about Alexander the Great. Um, oh. They, their empires plan to just 
It dominated the entirety of the world. All mm. of it. Turned all of this to me. Genghis Khan went through having kids with everybody, making them his children. Well, <laughs> Genghis Khan also... Genghis Khan did not move in and try and actually change everything and force everything to warp directly to his way. Genghis Khan came in. He educated himself. He's tried to figure out why things worked the way that they worked. And then he actually warped. He got the system to work to the best it could to his benefit. So he wouldn't come to some place like he's but not going to. Both of them wanted to take control of the entire globe. And that's what I think you need to do. If you're going to have an empire, it needs to be a fully founded and consolidated empire. We generally, as empires go, get comfortable after we reach a certain threshold of power. And then we stop being as aggressive and do a lot more like, Flexing our arms and being like, you know, well, we got I mean, this. Rome collapsed because it over. Bitch. And they were right. like, all right. Rome. So are you proposing that you just would like longer stewardship over this stuff? Because that could, that would Rome fall too. So Rome are you like accepting like. Because it over expanded. Yeah. If you, are you accepting like even if you do over expand that this shit will have to come to an end one day? No, Rome fell because the new empire as the church took over well no the church didn't take over until the collapse of the roman empire the collapse of the roman empire was led to was directly led to the actual they could not actually supply and get to every single place so it means people nibbled at it from all the different sides and then it slowly that is a yes but the nibbling a lot of it was hey i got this other empire that realistically the Christian empire is dominating the planet right now. If we're just going to talk about like who has the biggest military, it's the Christian empire because they have all of the United States. They have most of the European countries. They have lots of countries all over. So if we want to get into a religious war, which would probably be the next escalation in human like conflict, that's where you want to look at like real power. But let's bring it back down to where we were at. Um, The Romans did die off because they were nibbled at, but that's mostly because of transportation. In this day and age, that wouldn't be a problem. You can get and mobilize wherever you want to. Communication is instant. You can fly and move within hours. Nothing would be so long that you couldn't get troops there. So if you dominated the entirety of something, then you have the ability to start influencing how all of it operates. What most empires have done is allow enemies to subsist around satellites and other areas and then pretend like since we're big, they're afraid enough not to conspire behind our backs. And in every instance, that's been proven to be wrong with the Romans, with Mongols. The Mongols, with I mean, us, with the Dutch, with the um, uh, British. Well, yeah, England, there has not been a modern day empire. There just hasn't been one. We are. No, we're not. Yes, we are, Charles. It's like, I understand. The fact that y'all don't look at America like an empire is funny to me. What? We don't. <clears throat> what? Yeah, what constitutes an empire in your head? Yeah, like, what, ha- what haven't we done 
that the empire esque. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've taken land from people. We. We shifted um, the have, whole world on our fucking currency. We've pretty uh, much shifted everybody trades and operates. The definition of an empire, an empire is completely and totally set on expansion. And if it is not expanding, it will die. Be, and because the, the entire purpose of an empire is to go out and then acquire things. Into, Why do you think we're dying, Charles? Because we're going to stop disbanding and started just spending. And sending it back to the are. cultural heart, heartland. Yeah, because we stopped disbanding and started spending. Oh. Uh, our expansion got less because we took what um, Puerto Rico is now part of us. The Virgin Islands. Um, those weren't ours initially. We just kind of decided. Puerto Rico, Virgin Islands, America, Samoa. Uh-huh. And those are just the places that are close enough that we just took and named ours. But we've also just put bases in places and controlled them. We've destabilized governments in places to keep control, um, i.e. Haiti. Um, that's what empires do. And this, us as an empire has been fully focused on expansion. Yeah, because if you think about it, there's, is there a more, Chinese military base here where the Chinese can come and just set up shop with their family? No, it's like you get a U.S. military base almost everywhere in the world and at least bigger parts of the world. I don't see that the opposite for other countries. There, there were British military bases in Afghanistan, but most places just don't expand militaristically because most people have figured they're out not well, allowed to. See, <laughs> well, the control. Like, no, I guess they're not allowed head. to because we're in control. I mean, we're not about to be anymore, so we should just kind of, <laughs> we just need to kind of need to get over it and act like everybody else does. What does that mean? But like, no one, yeah. What? Uh, not everybody sees this coming though Charles is what I'm saying like uh, you I act mean, like we... this is obvious and it's not and I guess that's my other thing you act like that what you're saying is a very obvious answer and I mean, no, most I people think don't it know is, I think it is an obvious answer but it's not it's an obvious answer for a question that most people aren't asking the question isn't obvious the answer is well then neither one is obvious because it's all obscured yeah, no one knows anything one without the other right no one, if they don't even think about the question, they have no way to conceptualize that answer. I mean, if so you conceptualize this, the answer, I think they, I think you could, if you could, no, they if can't. you conceptualize the question, I think the answer comes pretty natural. Ooh. It's just like, what's the answer? What is the answer for empire? What is the answer for empire to do? What Even I want if you to do, that answer comes, are you ready to receive that answer and really like embody it or not? I mean, you should be ready to think about this. I think you should be ready to receive. Most people aren't ready to think about this, and yeah, that's one thing. I need just... you to talk to people who aren't having these conversations, who aren't ready to think about this, who aren't on this same mental like. Even if wavelength. like just for a second, Charles, are you ready to shift like this? <laughs> like just what? answer answer should just pretty much exist like England does. Or no, how just just say tomorrow the, the dollar do? ain't worth a damn. Tomorrow, what would you realistically do? Like, let's just put ourselves in that situation. Let's tomorrow? just stop acting oh, like we're not a part is, of it. What the first thing that I'm going to do when the dollar starts to dip is I'm going to take my money and I'm going to put it into yeah, commodities. Yeah, but you're not ready f- now, are you? This, actually, this is us. Actually, my family's already started doing that. Okay. <laughs> it's just like we already have silver and other things pur- purchased that we are, and all of us pretty much have skills in which that people, ne- people need. And this wouldn't just be a whole catastrophic ass shift it for would, anybody? It would suck, but 
it wouldn't be catastrophic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, would mid party make you think that it's just like, you know, we should just get over it? Like, oh, oh wait a minute. I mean, the fixing the problem, like, because sitting there, like, looking at the mail, like, man, we got this problem. Mm-hmm. That's not going to get anything solved. At this point, we got to solve the problem. Like the American dollar isn't worth anything. Well, how do we solve that? Well, we got to stop spending. We got to stop spending like like we have a freaking spigot that's constantly open because we don't. So what does that mean? Well, we can't spend as much money on the military. Our military spending has to pretty much come in line with the rest of the freaking world. Cool. Uh, like what else do we have to do? Well, we actually have to start producing things, farming things, and, and stop importing everything because we have the capacity not to do that. I All right, great. I also think sometimes we underestimate culture, too. Like, who is the driving force behind our culture? Could you get somebody now that's totally invested in, like, I don't know, becoming the next SoundCloud rapper to become a farmer? Well, realistically, like, I mean, where are our minds at for real? And I think that's... Suck, and I'm for most social programs, but if you aren't willing to... If you know your skill is not valued inside of our the society that we're moving into and you choose still choose to pursue that skill... At that point, you are choosing not to you're you're choosing not to eat. Now, that's why I think there's going to be a mass migration of people to China. If they let you in. They're going to. Why would they? They're not going to let you become citizens, but they're going to allow the people of the world come and work there and boost their economy because that's what every empire does because that increases their because what you're doing is taking your dollars that you had from your old country and bringing them in and giving them to us yes a massive investiture of capital yeah so why wouldn't they let other people in uh because that that is the thing that almost everyone does and it also is the thing that leads to the ultimate downfall of most of these people no that's not what leads to their downfall what leads to their downfall is them over in internalizing into what's happening right now us we're really focused on weird uh where's what makes us different between each other we are politically different we're racially different we're sexually different and so that's what we're doing right now is focusing like, on shit that really in the put, grand scheme of things doesn't matter, matter, but it separates us. <laughs> yeah. It's I not mean, putting you now in this polarized session when like now things are this happen. Now you're looking at somebody else because they don't have the same whatever as you to help. And if you see an opportunity that they could help you or y'all could help each other. And now we focusing on things that at the end of the day don't really fucking matter. Then you get stuff like this, which is. I guess we could say we can cut spending back and other things like that, but how could you reinforce or change someone's mind or get them to there when they, when they clearly being edged towards focus annoying something that's really small instead of I focus mean, on a bigger thing. My problem is, it's just like this entire thought process is still more of a modern thought process. It's just like pretty much up to, up till the point where we became the leading quote unquote empire inside of the world. It's just like, it, which was about World War II, which ended in what, 1950-ish, somewhere around there? Mm-hmm. It's just like, if you look at it, we've only been at the, the front runners for 70 years. 
like our grandparents didn't grow up with our this mentality. It's literally just Gen Xers, uh, millennials, and Z. You've only had two generations of being the front, three generations of being a front runner. I mean, we haven't deviated that far from it. Like, it pretty much just comes down to like, I mean, the Nixon administration was like, you can key in on a lot of things. But that's true. Because if you think about it, what they were talking about, they're talking about the birth of America for real. And if you had to put it pinpointed to what he's talking about, it's only been about 70 years. If I say it in my head, yes, that does make sense. But that does not stop from somebody from coming from that. If we are having all of these competitors and our number one is China, we still have to be cognizant that maybe it could end sooner. It could. I think that the evolution of technology, information, and that has sped everything up it it would be foolish to think that it sped up all of our all other aspects of life but also not the fall of an empire that's true it would just expedite that as well because it now makes it easier to fall into those cycles it makes it easier to get all the money and then we've also had a lot of situations that were out of our control that our government probably didn't respond the best to i.e um printing all of this money 9-11, COVID. Um, So we've just done a lot of things that probably weren't the best. Like we tried to, realistically, we tried to become imperial and take over the Middle East. And we weren't that successful because their ideology wasn't that successful. We weren't successful. People who wanted to make money made money. I'll say yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, the people who... But, so that's why I say that successful as a country, no. But I just think that... Um, they were successful. We are exposed to a lot more advantages that probably will propagate a fall more rapidly than the past. What I'll say is, I think we need to... It is almost impossible to, like, we have to I'll wait to see if it say if it propagates any faster because like most of these other empires like when you say they really started expanding they really didn't last very long either even if it ain't a shift in power let's like just play let's just say like the inflation thing is just what's on current people's minds tomorrow I don't know some weirdo fucking miracle and let's just say this is like a fear pumping game It's still very smart to not play into what you think your government will do for you, because at the end of the day, I don't think they could do much. (laughs) So preparing yourself is never is always a good idea. I mean, hopefully the idea that pretty much happens is what has happened inside of most empires is that post the incompetent people kind of running it into the ground, the people come together, they rally up, and then they put someone in power that's actually more competent than the guys that you had in there last, and they actually lead the country. Oh, wow. Country inside of a way that's not trash. 
It could be just that all the major countries are finally becoming stable. Hmm. Like, we saw Europe do all of their wild stuff and branch out. And then they got smacked back to, like, their actual, like, state of being. But what that did was allow them to now have a society that's fully developed with infrastructure and education and things like that. We had nothing. We did the exact same. And then now, even if we get smacked back, we'll probably still have infrastructure, education to be similar to that. And I can see China then going through because they don't have as much infrastructure or education in like the rural areas. So they're probably closer to like the early industrial United yeah. States. Because keep in mind, so you'll probably just see them industrialize a lot more and then maybe Russia, but Russia seems impatient and unwilling to wait its turn. Russia might get cracked before its time. Like, But Russia is also very cool with China. Very fucking cool. Because like, they pulled out all those merchants in China. They collaborated like this with the swiftness. I was like, oh, yeah, that's uh, kind of creepy. But yeah, okay. no, um, <laughs> Russia and China have always been really aligned because they both don't Korea. like um, the United States. Yeah. Those two in North Korea, because it pretty much comes down to, I mean, the way those two pretty much see it, like they have theirs and we have the rest of the world. Because in terms of like the local thing, but our overall global influence dwarfs both of theirs. And whenever they try and step out, we pretty much destroyed them. But that's what I mean about us being an empire. That's why, because. Right. If he wasn't a threat, there would be nobody really coming for your shit. So I guess it's maybe maybe it's a word empire that you just don't really like, or maybe it's I mean, transfixed upon as like the young, the wonder years. Are you just like that doesn't compare? Well, I don't no, know. It's just the expansion takeover. We do all that. Take we just take do it under a different guise. Take raw resources, send it back to the heartland. It's just like that's why we went to the Middle East for oil. We do that. This is oh no, I'm not do. saying that we don't. We definitely don't have imperialistic tendencies. It's just like the Middle Eastern war. Yeah. But it's just like, honestly, we don't really even produce enough to be an empire anymore. That's not what being an empire is about. You keep focusing on production. Production doesn't make you an empire. Well, production, you send, you send raw resources back to the heartland and continue to, to continue fueling your expansion. Like that's, that is what, that is the cycle of an empire. You go to someplace new, you take it over, you take their shit, you bring it home. But you also infuse their culture too. So production is a part of it, but it's not the complete total story. Yeah, and it's and you keep saying like we're not producing. Well, we're we're taking, we're just focused on producing things that aren't tangible to you, like things that make us money. We produce movies. We produce all kinds of intangible things right now. But oh. what you're talking about is producing. Yeah, that's, but that's not what an empire does. Empires aren't focused on export. Yeah, they're they're pro, their process of bringing things back to the homeland, enriching the homeland, and then using also using that enrichment to take over more places. But that's what we're trying to do. It's just like that is that is a cycle. We are kind of stuck inside of the late cycle of certain things. Like as they said with the Dutch, we start seeing, spending things on needless extravagances to the point where they where we actually strangle ourselves. That's what we're doing. And strangle ourselves. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, no, the America's the empire. 
It's just like <laughs> we're, we're about to strangle ourselves because we're dumb. Because we're an empire, Charles. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, like he just, like he was like, <laughs> he yeah, America do like all the these word. things. He's just like, but nah, America's not an empire. He's like, they got imperialistic like tendencies because we're an empire. Because he don't like the word. Oh, no, he's done a very good job well, of convincing. What word did he say? Could we say kingdom? <laughs> no, America's kingdom, done a really good job of convincing actually people that they're not off. an empire. Because <laughs> they recognize that being called an empire was bad and caused like people to feel away. So they did a really good job of not I mean, being called them. empire. All right, the Roman, like, the destruction of the Roman Empire caused the Dark Ages. Like, the the Roman Empire was actually pretty much... Y'all hear much... the um, theory that the Dark Ages is a myth? No, it's not a myth. I what? don't the know if I can say that. The conspiracy theory about, like, the Dark Ages and shit like that, like, uh, just being a myth, like, there's just this random time where we just don't have real information? No. It's not a myth. They literally destroyed the Library of Alexandria. They they destroyed... All, they but destroyed, they but how long was with- it? Yeah, and like, why is it only focused on what one part of the world? Long? Or what if it was just in Europe? What if they just had the issue and they convinced oh. the whole entire world had the issue? No, it's, I mean, blah, 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 blah. how do I put this? Like, the who wrote those history books? White people. So, of course, white people are going to say, this, like, this is the Dark Ages in Europe when the Holy, when the Roman Empire was destroyed and then we lost all this information our technology slid back. No, what if the they point. just made that up? Yeah, what if they just no, made they, that up? the Black Plague wasn't made up. But that doesn't even constitute a dark age. Yeah, that like, just no, constitutes a the pandemic. Bla- the Black Plague doesn't happen if the <laughs> no. dark ages aren't a thing. But, but think about it. Know? All right, so Because listen. we aren't throwing shit inside of infinite grease. But what if that's Before how they were that, living? We weren't throwing shit inside of the street. What if they were? They would have had these problems a long time ago, Tony. But then we have to concede, like, if you believe that... Like, we had plumbing in the in the Roman Empire. But that just so stopped for them. Like, so they just destroyed all the plumbing? Yeah. Well, no, they, des- they destroyed the or people just who using had... It. They, they, des- they destroyed the people who had the knowledge... To propagate this throughout their entire, but you don't country. remember so they just shit. All the Romans, all you the, just all don't the remember Romans. anything because because knowledge dies unless it's actually purposely cultivated. Like hell, look at us. Did there they... are people who don't know how their own body works. Can we really be surprised about the fact that someone forgot how to do plumbing? Yeah, no, not masculine, man. I'm not. Conv- I'm not convinced that the black, the uh, dark ages is being told the way it really happened. In my mind, I'm not going to say nothing didn't happen, but I don't think it was that big and wide of a scale. Yeah, something ain't right with that story. Like, if you think about it, like, I can see it just happening in one secular place and one nigga being like, hey, this how the whole world was going at this time. Nah, bro. And on (laughs) other Fugazi stories, we got Jesse Smollett, who is talking about he don't want to kill himself. He don't want to commit suicide. What, Jesse? Um, after he's been sentenced to 150 days in a uh, prison for his um, 2019 fake um, racial thing, fake for uh, saying he was racial profile, racially profiled and attacked. Yeah, Jesse. So the judge said, he tried to. He hired someone to attempt to, to try and attempt to kill him too. Jesse, what Jesse say, Tony? Tell us what he said. Oh no, right I'm gonna tell you what left. the judge said first. <laughs> the judge said. I like this line already. <laughs> you knew this was a country that was slowly trying to heal past injustices and current injustices and trying to make a better future for each other. 
and it was a hard road, and you took <laughs> some scabs off some healing wounds, and you ripped them apart for one reason. You wanted to make yourself more famous, and for a while it worked. You were actually throwing a national pity party for yourself. Jesse's response is, I'm innocent. I am not suicidal. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans <laughs> in this country for said, over 400 if years. I did this. The fears of the LGBT community. Your honor, I respect you and I respect the jury, but I did not do this and I am not suicidal. If anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself. You must all know that. I respect you, Your Honor, and I respect your decision. No, you don't. Nigga, why would you? I like how he said, if I did this, if I was the Jesse Smollett y'all was talking about, <laughs> this would <laughs> This is exactly what I did. <laughs> I mean, it's basically OJ writing, if I did do it. If I did do this, this how I would. Nigga, what? This is like, if this was the person who I, I was, really wore that I glove. sucked my fist directly inside of black people and LGBTQIA people. And it's plus. And it's just like, excuse me. So that means that's what you're saying that you did. If I did do it, this is what I did. Bruh. I fisted them. I respect you, Your Honor, and I respect your decision. No, you but no, I, you don't. I'm not suicidal. I just want everybody to know. What? Why would anybody want to kill you? That's, listen, I hate that narcissist term. I think it get thrown around way too much. This nigga, <laughs> this is bad. This, like, you see how he just had that. He Why? really he didn't even interact with. He what didn't the have anything. Said. He just said, "If I did do this, he not taking no accountability, this no is, responsibility." This is dying with a lie to a And whole then new he level. said, "If I die, it is still about me. They trying to take me out because I'm not important. I'm not killing myself. I'm too important to kill myself." He's gonna try and strang- He gonna put on some like strangle marks on him, and he's gonna pop up afterwards. They tried to strangle me, but I fought it off. He gonna hit I, himself. I'm like a 25th degree black belt. <laughs> <laughs> Riley did that in the grocery store. And I'm like, damn, people gonna think I'm beating you. And then she used to start falling and go, ow. I'm like, get you stupid. I'm supposed to go damn boy. Oh, this this nigga right here. That's childish. <laughs> Her ass just falls. I was like, ow. Yeah, what? ow. Like she really was on the whole floor. And I'm laughing. So like, get the goddamn motherfucking floor. I'm like, oh my God, this is this nigga right here. Why are you making people? Why are you uh, back? Yo, she'll be in the middle of the store. She's stealing. Oh my God, child. Please stop. <laughs> Your child Actually, so fun. I have. She is very fun. I have a question for both of you. Mm-hmm. All right. If you were blind, what is the question you would ask someone that you were dating to ensure that they are black? When it's cold in the house, what do you do? Put some clothes <laughs> No, no, no. When it's that weird in between space between winter and spring, how do you warm the house? If they don't say you open the fucking stove and put that bad boy on 350. Hmm. What you use in your hair day to day? How oh, do you wash it? Like once every What's your favorite type of lotion? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. <laughs> it's just like you know if they say it's just like what are you talking about well, I don't I really use, use one what happened in the 9-9 in the 2000 is mm, do you, so wash you don't use good lotion 
You don't use good anything. You think using a fucking perfume is top tier? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that was a terrible, terrible. Like, do you use a rag? I was completely. Those are two other things because white people were having a whole conversation about not using rags and washing their legs. It's and just, just like coming out in a minute when they when they said that it was just like, excuse me, sir, what do you mean? They don't wash their legs. They don't wash their legs. Yeah, and I showed Charles all of the white people coming on talking about how they don't wash their legs. I literally had more faith in them than they had in themselves. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to your hair when it get wet? It (laughs) it gets dense. Start to curl up a little bit, or no? It just does the thing. Oh, that was just a random thing. Nah, I would hate to be blind. Just hearing all kinds of shit, not seeing nothing. That sounds terrifying. Yeah, no, I, I feel be like I would almost rather be mute than be blind. Not be able to talk or deaf. Yeah, that's a good one. If I could hear and see, but not like, able to I talk can to interact you, with I don't so much fuck. more stuff, and I can learn how to write and do a whole bunch of other yeah, stuff. Like, talking I is terribly that. important. Yeah, like, I can get a I lot of things right also, now. Also, it's just right here. I can get away with certain stuff at that point. If I'm deaf. I'd be saudi as fuck. What if you couldn't hear music anymore? You just dead. I would be all right because like you can learn how to read lips. There's like there's things that you can still do. Not being able to see though, that's that one for me. Put me in a world of darkness. I'm just like this and this bitch. I don't know where. What if I can? Nah, I'll be inappropriate touching titties if I'm blind. (laughs) Oh shit! Uh, C cups. I'm sorry. God God damn it! I thought that's where your your shoulders was at. Oh, forgive me. <laughs> and they're going to because pervert. I'm blind. You a fucking pervert. Who's going to hit a per- Who's going to hit a blind man? No one. Nobody. They're exactly. going to let you touch him. Yep. Oh, yeah. He just need a little. He just trying to. Dang, can you imagine no a blind man with a big dick? Nigga, what? What, what I'm going to do is drop my cane and be fumbling around all the time. <laughs> as soon as I hear a pretty voice. Oh, shit, but cane fell. <laughs> can you help me? And then I'm going to touch titty. <laughs> or grab some ass. I'd be that giant jerk who's just like, oh, look at it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Man, Someone's running away with your so, cane. Y'all so <laughs> lucky. Y'all get to touch titties. Like, I can just can't touch somebody's dick and grab it. That's, <laughs> see, you see That's how true. uncomfortable. That's not true. I, if I'm just swimming around, I, like, oh, I'm looking for dick. Man, I've what? Had, you got a whole set of extra ass and things. I only got one thing that I'm really gunning for. I definitely had a woman just grab my dick and then just wander off. Yeah, but it's not as easy as grabbing I mean, titties I'm and actually, ass. Wait, no. It was, I mean, she did seem player, like it took her a long me. time <laughs> if you just cut my shit and then move on about her day. All right. I don't know how I would do this as a blind woman. Like, it was weird. Like, she drug her hand on my chest. Mm-hmm. Was clearly <laughs> drunk. And then just cut my dick. And then it was just like, away. you know, I think we might oh, yeah. She I started to come back, but then she was married and her friend was like, you got a husband. What are you doing? And stewarded her away. And I was like, this is, I was assaulted. Yeah, you were. She just mad. grabbed my dick. I feel but, dirty. Yeah, it just seemed like it was a really complicated process. She just, her hand was on my dick now. I didn't expect it to happen. And then it was there. Uh, I was like, I don't All know right. what to do here. So I'm pretty sure you can be like, who? Oh, this what is this? <laughs> it's just like, oh, uh, it just doesn't seem like it would be all that fun to grab. It's just like it's there. For somebody that like it a lot. I was gonna say women seem to like to have it in their hand. A little bit. <laughs> it's just like, oh look, it's like, fun. Yeah, no, I've 
Never mind. That's just getting into too much personal shit. This was like, oh, this, I mean, maybe because I have one and I don't have the other. Yeah, like, you're not. Like just like, I'm like, just like, no, I get it. But you just, never watched a woman's just enjoyment while she's just like been playing with your dick? Oh. <laughs> this is the Ask Charles oh. question hour. <laughs> Look at Charles. I've never face. even conceptualized the thing that you actually said. You know, Will nobody just sit there and play with your dick. That just never happened. Just sit there and play with my. I'm Ooh. trying to do stuff. <laughs> it's just like if you're if you're sitting up here grabbing it, we are either going one way or it's just like Compared we're just to not going to maintain man. it. We're not going to sit here the first year. Compared- no, what if you're like just like y'all done did y'all thing and y'all laid up in the bed just chilling, maybe watching some TV it's and like what are you just- trying to do restart restart the engines. Yeah, maybe. Okay, <laughs> maybe. we can we can work on that. We maybe. can work on a more dedicated way. But it's not, we're just not about to see you sitting here fondling me. It's just like so. What you you don't like your dick just rubbed on? That's just weird. Fondled? This thing can make me feel like a quagmire. Like, I love women to totally just keep. Just, it's just like, like you that have is to like understand. a thing. Like I have extreme personal space problems. <laughs> it comes from childhood things. Oh yeah, so, we talked about this. Yeah, it's okay. just like nah. He's like, so we can so do the do. Affection ain't like one of your love languages. Uh, that's not on the that's top. That's not affection. Fondling me it is can, not affection. It can it's be physical touch. What like, do you mean that's not affection? Like fondle? Yeah, like if we're laying there and she's got her head on my chest and we're like on the, in the bed and she's laid up on me and her hand is just <laughs> like on my dick and it's just kind of like moving a little bit. It, it unfolds. My nigga Louis C.K. said like, this shit just unfolds a little. Yeah, like, like, I, don't I don't know understand. what the fuck he was talking about, but it was just funny the way he like, said it. That's, In the that's, context of what he was talking that's about. That's her fondling. Like, she just, just laying unfolds. there, just got a little little handful of dick, but she not really trying to do nothing. Like, y'all just chilling. She just holding your dick. You don't want that. Uh, you you seem really opposed to that. You said, like, no, nah, I, I just don't such understand. It's just like, so you've never laid up with a woman? I mean, I've laid there with a woman, but I've never sat there and had a woman fondle my penis. No. This thing make me feel so fucking nasty. You don't <laughs> no, feel nasty because lots of women I feel like do that. It's just I don't ever shame you. No, no, you're not. Ash, she's a, a weirdo. He's a weirdo. Possibly be odd. He's odd. But it's just like it's, I have just not ran into a woman who enjoys doing that. Now, keep in mind, there's only been like five or six. So it's not like I have this extreme actual uh, sample size. Well, I guess inside of your five or six, you probably also don't spend a decent amount of time with them. Do I just, I'm not, yeah, I'm not the type of person who just a lot likes laying around in the bed with somebody. If I'm with somebody. Not what I meant. What do you mean? Like being inside the same place consistently all, all the time. Like. Kicking it, no. Occupying. Just like y'all live together. Yeah, no. That's what I Occupying the same space. That's what because y'all don't got to be. Is. No, I've y'all never don't have to be doing the same thing or doing nothing. Like you could be very productive and live together, and then also have times where like, hey, this is my downtime, and it's also day downtime. So we just chilling here, watching something, just relaxing, and we cuddled up and. No, my hands on some titty. Five is going on. Yeah, maybe what? I'm laid there and I got my hand like. In the crevice of her thigh and everything like that, she got her hand on my dick, and we just watching something, and it's just intimate and comfortable. 
I need to find Jesus, Charles. Is that what you're like, I don't about? understand, Charles. Oh, like, Jesus. you that's make it sound it. real crazy that necessarily niggas crazy. get intimate when they're cuddling. <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily crazy. I just said I have not experienced that. Are you Are you for it? I mean, sound like it. Yeah, no, it really sounds like <laughs> it doesn't sound particularly comfortable. It's not like nobody beatboxing so, your dick like. <laughs> yeah, that's not what's happening. Like, <laughs> I think I'm just afraid. I get I it. I am completely and totally against like. No one's doing. I don't. A, I have a question. Like, I, Do you like your background? You like a just a nice little just this background. All right, then you just don't want it to be touched. Not, Got it. Not as much. Got no. it. So no, no touching for you. So you want her to sit there and have her space, and you have your space. It's just like <laughs> I'm pretty introverted. Like yeah, you want you and your wife to sit like me and Ashley sitting. No, not necessarily. Like you can lean. <laughs> I I have no problem with me leaning on you. It's just like when I'm in movies, I'll put my arm around you, doing all the like. But they can't touch you. No, I mean. I guess. I guess that's the line where I'm drawing. Yeah, it's like you're I'm not gonna to do lie and say that's not the line that I'm drawing here. Yeah, you you said I'll lean on you. I'll it's put like, my arm I'm around fine you. With being the 100 percent initiator. In but this. I don't want like, you to touch me. Like I had my butt cupped. <laughs> I had all of that stuff happen. Yeah, this is crazy. but it's just like don't do, do that. I, It's just like I don't want that. Oh, uh-uh. it's just like you could just say no, Charles. Why do you have such an issue saying I don't want things? <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, it is just within my personality. Like, do I normally like flat refuse anything? Just snap unless I'm vehemently against it. No, but you could just be like, you know, it's just I like, don't want it's that. just like I don't know. It's just thinking about the logistics of it. Like, I be doing things. I, my they like my balls be sweaty. It is not like the most conducive environment to like. What anybody to be fondling around is just like, why would you want? To? She puts that in her mouth. Yeah, After I, I shower. As long as it don't smell only? funky. <laughs> is that the only time she's ever put it in her mouth, Charles? I you mean, ain't never had a night at the club and she just leaned over to see and started giving you some toppy? No. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> what? You need Jesus? <laughs> like I said, you, you need Jesus. It's just so like, I need, absolutely I don't, not. I need Jesus because yeah, I'm having coffee. It's just like you after the club, I don't want anyone that's My homie's like, favorite word, you miscreant. <laughs> I, I, I got here like, I'm... I'm club sticky. I'm a G- I'm, I'm, <laughs> so a, just, I'm so, a, I need Jesus because I got that's car like, yeah, That is like one of the, Jezebel, like club sticky man. is one of the worst things you, right. physically possible. So, is it not? Yeah, you've not had great times. But like, <laughs> I done said, been in the middle of a club. my life is it Said, fun. I'll be back, dipped out with a chick, did the thing in the car, got her popping, and then came back to the club to continue mm-hmm. having a great night, and then popped again at the end of the club. What are you talking about? It was like you living a life of Satan like, over there. Fuck like, both of them. Well, it's not another logistics. I hope y'all had some moist towelettes in the car or something. This man, yo, that would be so funny. Moist towelettes. What's wrong with him? When he's trying to get his dick in. I'm just trying to get his dick in. No, this is a quickie. I'm a very tag We about to lift this up. Move it to the side. I'm a very tactile function person so after that it's you just like you <laughs> oh my god well my dick was dry before she was pretty wet i slid my dry dick into the wetness <laughs> my hands are pretty fine still we got a quickie in she got hers i got mine she moved the panties back over i refastened my pants she pulled her dress down we going back into the club what mess are you talking about <laughs> 
<laughs> this nigga said what? <laughs> yeah, no, quick, easy. Bob, Bob, Bob. What? We having a great time. We both into it. We both. Yeah, that I can't this wrap my mind around it. It's just like maybe my in the car. Maybe my and he putting on the gloves. Like oh, I can't touch that. No, no, it's not even that. It's, it's more slimy. so just. The, it's just more so the all. Uh, I guess my end results may be a bit different than yours. This nigga said, I'm getting my nut in a sanitized area. No, not necessarily. <laughs> it's just more so the fact that it's just like, maybe there's a lot more confetti for me than there is for other people. No, I just, it's in her. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the confetti is in her. What are you talking about? It's, like, it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's just like the confetti is in her. Only in her. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? I'm not making a mess. Why are we making a mess? Because sometimes it happens, Tony. Nothing. If you pull out, it's this just is like constant reconstruction. <laughs> it's it's time for Charles to go like, home. And subscribe. <laughs> I just said we're not doing this no more. All that other stuff. No, it's just hit like that. hit it. All the confetti is <laughs> inside of her. Yeah.